0: Welcome to the Beanball, the most exciting podcast about the most boring sport. I am one of your
1: hosts, I am Brady. And I'm Joey. And uh, today we are joined by a really, really special guest, Sal Gentile of New York City.
2: (laughs) Hello, hi. Thank you for specifying my (laughs) location. Yeah,
1: we always like to say where our guests are from and they are always from New York City. Oh, okay.
2: Oh, Oh, great. Okay. Uh, Have you not had a non-New York City guest?
1: uh, No, you're only our second guest. Oh, okay. All right. But maybe one day, you
2: know? Okay. We can hope. Don't, don't, don't. Why? Don't get a guest from outside New York City. That's That's a great point. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. We're always open to suggestions,
0: obviously. (laughs) Uh, uh, We're going to be talking to Sal today about um, uh, the New York Mets uh, and a little bit about pitching. But uh, first, we'll, as always, dive into what's been happening lately
1: yeah uh, in the, uh, the the last week in baseball or so, there's been some fun some fun happenings. Uh, uh, over the or late last week, Tim Anderson was uh, suspended a game after he uh, yelled after being hit by a pitch, essentially. right <laughs> He yeah. hit a home run, did a bat flip. his next at bat, the pitcher hit him and he got angry and he was suspended for a day. Uh, which is crazy. Uh, it's, I mean, it's just stupid to hit people with a ball in the first place.
2: Um, in general, the idea that there should be any retribution at all for somebody celebrating doing something good in the sport is (laughs) absolutely absurd on its face. Every other sport you get to celebrate when you do something good. And in baseball, you're supposed to like you like furrow your brow and rub yeah. gravel through your hair and get on the floor <laughs> right, and apologize right. please i'm sorry i hit a home run i didn't mean it yeah. like it's incredible like and the 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 general demeanor of lecturing people when they do good things it's like like, instead of retribution, pitchers just just also celebrate when they yeah, like, absolutely. do something good. And also, like, like everyone get, should just celebrate and have fun when they do a good thing yeah. in the sport.
1: Get, get, strike him out the next step back. Yeah, like, exactly. That's better than and then, putting him on base. And then too. pump
2: your fist or dance or whatever the hell you want to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't, don't, don't try to injure a man for doing a good, doing well at the sport and then enjoying doing well. Yeah.
0: Right. Uh, Brad Keller was the pitcher and he was uh, suspended for a longer period yes. of time than Tim Anderson. But I agree with them suspending the pitcher because uh, that's just ego coming into play. Yeah. Do not agree with them uh, suspending Anderson because if somebody hit me with a fucking fastball, I would scream at them <laughs> yeah, out, of uh, too. Yeah, yeah,
2: any any m- any speed at which a major league p- pitcher is throwing a fastball at you is going to hurt to some degree and it's going to be like physically uh, uh, it, it, like that... Is unacceptable. That's intentionally hurting somebody just for doing good at the sport. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. a
1: you have like a weapon.
2: Yeah, You're yielding you a do. weapon yes. when you do that. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah.
0: Uh, and this is the second time this year that that has happened. Chris Archer earlier uh, threw a
2: the Derek Dietrich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Just and because he, yeah. he
0: stared at it too <laughs> <Yeah>. long, <laughs> he didn't even
2: <laughs> flip his bet. He just yeah. admired his work. Yes. Yeah. That is truly a perfect summation of the absurdity of like the crusty elders. Like he actually didn't even like, as far as I can remember, I could be wrong. He didn't like do an incredible bat flip or anything. Mm-hmm. He just stood there and watched it. Yeah. Now, apparently there is some back. I don't know. Uh, I guess there's some backstory with them. Like why Derek Dietrich admired his home run ever. But literally it's like, if you paint something and your painting is really good and you look at it for a while and you're like, wow, that's a good job. And nobody would get mad at you. Nobody would, like, throw something at 95 miles an hour at you. Like, how dare you enjoy the thing that you just created for this mass enjoyment?
0: Absolutely. If I hit a home run off a 90-mile-an-hour fastball, I would stare at it for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I would dance so
2: much I'd forget to round the bases. I would just to celebrate. And then I'd go back into the dugout and be like, was
0: I supposed to do something else? And they'd subsequently
1: call you out. Yeah.
2: Right. And then it would be taken away.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Aaron Judge is, uh, injured, uh, adding to a long list of Yankees who have been injured at the start of the season or before yeah. the start of the season. I mm. think it's like, uh, Torres is the only person that is in, that's a position player that, like, they were expecting to be a position player right, at the beginning of the, be to be a starting. Yeah. They, uh, act,
0: they have, like, nine or ten people
1: who are actually injured Yeah, it's injured crazy. Right it's crazy. And it's, it's, I'm conflicted because I don't like the Yankees. Right. At all, hate yes. the Yankees, it, oh, but it's uh, just, it's
2: I, spi- it, I just personally despise the yeah.
1: Yankees. Being a Mets fan, it's hard to be happy when it's at the like expense of players being able to play. Exactly,
2: and you especially don't want to be happy. You want to be happy that anybody's injured, and I can especially like I don't. It's not there isn't a pervert, like somebody. Some people might assume, especially for for fans of teams that have endured this kind of misfortune like the Mets in particular have had a long sort of like history of not only like uh serial injuries but mismanaging him mismanaging those injuries in the dumbest Mm -hmm. and worst ways possible but like I there's no for me there's no perverse enjoyment in like it I I don't want like the as you know as much as it may seem like the tables have turned for like Mets fans for example that like had to endure like Noah Syndergaard literally having foot and mouth disease, like catching it from Uh, uh, catching it from 10-year-old chill, like a bizarre disease that he caught from like teaching kids at a summer camp. But uh um uh, which is insane in its own way. But uh um but no you never wanna it's not fun to see like Aaron Judge not be able to play baseball. As much as you hate the and I have to say actually the Yankees in particular even if you hate them are a fun team of fun baseball players. Like Aaron Judge is fun to watch even if you despise the organization or what the Yankees represent. Right,
1: absolutely, yeah.
0: I heard, uh, I think this was on the Effectively Wild podcast. It's a, another baseball podcast. Great very podcast. Good. Yeah,
1: very uh, good. Friend that... of, friends of the pod, we hope. We hope so. <laughs>
2: Please, please be friends of the pod. That's please. A, <laughs> I like that please, as a recurring ben, theme. On Sam, Meg, please be friends of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like begging them to be friends of the um,
0: yeah. uh, it might have been then uh, if they are friends of the pod and they hear this and it was not them I'm going to feel bad um, but they have one player on the roster who is under six foot and it, he's like 5'11 <laughs> <laughs> they're just a bunch of big baseball boys
1: that yeah they crazy. really are uh, okay, so uh, our our next news isn't really news. It's just that Kristen Yelich is still really good at. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> he's yeah, so he's insane.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he hit uh, in the last seven games. He hit like eight home runs. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh-huh. He only he only hits home runs and runs. Re- there's nothing he's not good at. Yeah. In the in, in there's that because especially now I I guess the sort of designation of the sort of like five tool player is somewhat like outdated yeah, or sure, antiquated. Probably. Yeah. But it's—it seems to me to be really the case. I'm not as nearly as familiar with his like defensive metrics, especially advanced stuff like UZR and that kind of thing, as uh, so I'm not—I can't speak to that. But it just seems like he's good at every yeah. aspect of the sport. Yeah, like. He can steal bases, mm-hmm. right? He can, he could, so, and he can, he hits he can for power, obviously. Ball, yeah, yeah, he destroys the ball. Um, he makes incredible contact. Doesn't seem like he strikes out a ton. It doesn't seem like a hit, he has a huge strikeout rate, but again, I, I haven't. Yeah, uh, I haven't really
1: dug deep into yeah. it either, but he gets on base a lot. Yeah. He runs well. Yeah. He seems to feel his position yeah. well. It, so,
2: how, I wonder how old he is. Cause I might start to get angry if he's like substantially younger than I am. Oh, he's definitely younger he's than I He definitely older. is. Where I'm, again, I'm, I think it's now... He's all, 27 years old. Oh, my God. He's so he's... I'm all about to be six years older than him. This sucks, actually. This turned out to be... This started really fun talking about how uh, this guy's awesome at baseball, and now it sucks, because I want to be awesome at baseball, and I'm not.
0: It is terrible. Yeah. Although it is... It's kind of nice to um, follow a sport where there still is a chance that somebody is older than you.
2: Yes. Yes. Baseball and, I guess, golf... Definitely really golf. Yeah, yeah Definitely right. Golf. <laughs> but like yeah. baseball is the one where you have a shot even into your like yeah. early forties, you yeah. can hope that like a Bartolo cologne is still sticking around.
0: Golf is the one sport where if somebody is younger than me, I'm like, What are you doing? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, that's true. Yes. You shouldn't be able to enter golf until you're like <laughs> thirty five. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can all agree.
1: Yeah um all right finally this is not this is kind of a a, a stupid thing to talk about because it's a visual thing that happened but i watched this play today there's a, a the the center fielder of the a's loriano he made this insane catch
2: yeah the uh, double play yeah the double yeah. play he makes makes
1: this insane home run catch and then tries to double a guy off at first and from left center field just b- practically throws the ball into the stands,
2: yeah, like he just he throws it so far, you really couldn't be more off target without it going out of play, yeah. you could not have yeah. missed, yeah. and
1: then the catcher, I don't remember who the ace catcher is, happened to be backing it up and makes this great throw to double the guy off at second, yeah. um I don't know
2: just like very kind one it, of the weirdest and it's a really most fantastical strange. double plays, yeah, and it's another reason why among many that I think um baseball is the weirdest and funniest sport because things like that can happen mm-hmm. like routinely it reminded me of that joanna sespedes um oh yeah when His he threw, throw. Yeah, yeah when yeah. he when he misplayed a ball in left field and yeah. then had to go run it down to the fence and then like on a rope all the way from the fence essentially yes. threw it home without hopping the ball at all and nailed it somebody trying to score on a ball that he misplayed so he created the opportunity for somebody to score (laughs) and then he nailed them at home which is an incredible throw for him
0: that's just like dropping the infield fly you know (laughs) yeah Yeah, Yeah, exactly that was a strategic choice yes he did it
2: intentionally (laughs) absolutely but it's so funny the potential for those things to happen in baseball it happens all the time yeah um and uh like uh so it's just like it's such a weird it's the weirdest of all the sports it has to be Yeah. yeah
1: for sure i agree uh, so we've got Sal on today to talk about uh, the Mets. Yeah, uh, speaking the, of weird. Yeah, speaking of weird. And uh, in order to uh, really properly talk about them, we've got a beer that we're drinking uh, in their honor. This is, uh, it's either pronounced Mikkeller or McKellar. They're uh, from uh, Denmark, I believe. I think so. I'll confirm. And, um, it's very good. It's called Henry Hopps. Uh, here's a fun sound.
2: Oh, great sound effect work. <laughs> yeah, thank fantastic. You. Uh <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) There's people at home who they weren't. They thought we were lying about drinking beer, and then when they heard the Mm -hmm. pouring, they were like, "That's these guys guys are are for real. They're not lying to me about drinking a beer."
0: Baseball podcast. We also do a little bit of foley.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of like uh, boots, like us (laughs) walking. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, Sal's first time in the studio here, and it's just a bunch of uh, props for us to uh, make (laughs) make
2: sounds.
1: Uh, So yeah, Nickler, Henry Hops. You can find it at the stadium and. Right next to the stadium, they have a little uh, brewery outpost. Uh, so if you want to get a beer before the game, it's a good place to go.
2: I, I, I actually wasn't aware of it until until you guys told me about it, and I'm very excited to go. Yeah, because it's it's, it's very good. Yeah.
0: They are from
2: Copenhagen. Yeah, awesome. Denmark. Great. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah, it's great. It's a this is a good yeah, baseball beer. Yeah, it's a really yeah. good baseball. Very beer. good. And yes. a, you can get it in the stadium as well. Yeah. This one because
2: you don't want you want a light uh, crisp beer mm-hmm. for baseball. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's yeah. the ideal. Yeah, it's yes. good.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: and overall I think City Field has great beer options. They yeah, really do. They do. They're food, their
1: uh beer. It's Absolutely. all good. It's a good experience. Yeah, great fan experience. Yeah, Brady and I are going to a game on Friday there. Are uh, you really? Yeah, and we'll report back to oh, wow. the brewers. Oh wow.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. Um speaking of brewing, yeah. Speaking oh, of brewing. The
2: brew huh? crew, yeah. yeah. Wait, didn't they um uh I could be totally wrong, is did, did, did they change the name of or or of their of their uh stadium didn't it used to be miller park did they it, change it i could be crazy it L- was miller I, sh- park. I might be wrong about this the
1: giants changed theirs from at&t to oracle park
2: okay so maybe i i thought there was something about how it was weird to call them the brew crew now because they they i could just be totally ma- making um this up.
0: I, it does appear to still be miller park
2: why did i invent this weird st- fiction in my mind i don't know Sal, why did you? <laughs> i don't know where, where i can- tell us I don't know what made me think this. Did did a beer related? Did cores change? The cores didn't change. I don't their think they yeah. changed theirs. No.
0: He's just trying to get into the Brewers head before uh, game I day. I think that's what I'm trying that's to do. It. Yeah. And I you know what? They're that. friends of the pod. We hope. All right,
2: <laughs> Yeah. Brewers. We, Christian Yelich. We'd love to be friends of the pod, dude, be yeah. free to listen to this. <laughs> um, cool.
0: Yeah. So uh, while we're sipping that, uh, why don't we move on? Uh, we're going to talk some Mets walk up music. Oh yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's so the one area that these players get to express themselves, and we're going to take the opportunity to <laughs> we're maybe rib them a little bit, yeah. maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe,
1: sometimes we
0: get a nice surprise,
1: though, too. Yes,
2: okay.
0: Um, As always, we're <laughs> uh, for the third time, we're doing a Bad Bunny check-in. Huh? Mets do have a Bad Bunny song, so.
1: Every team that we have done has a song by the recording artist Bad Bunny, and, uh, uh, yeah. and I got to be honest, no you guys
2: might think I'm just sort of culturally uh, illiterate. I don't know who Bad, I, Bad Bunny we,
1: I did not know who Bad Bunny
2: is.
0: Literally, are. I'm the only person who has known who yes, Bad Bunny is. Yes, I did not All know right, who they okay. are until we started doing this as okay. well. But All they
1: right. are huge in uh, Major League Baseball okay. like clubhouses, I All suppose. Right. Yep. Uh, I,
0: I think the only artist who has popped up on every single one. Um, it might
2: be the case now. I feel like I've heard that not the players don't always get to choose their walk-up music that often it's chosen for them really and that they if they just default i, I could be wrong again i could be wrong
1: this is going to make some of these choices i've
2: already been wrong about miller park renaming sure. themselves for I some mean, there reason there probably I, the, is some sort of yeah.
1: default choice and maybe like only like the real the yeah. starters really get yeah to choose. or
2: some yeah. of them might just not care or yeah they might sure. have a preference yeah, they yeah. might be like whatever yeah. you know all right well uh, let's still, hey, let's still hold them like, hold <laughs> it against them. <laughs> you certainly have the opportunity to speak up if you want to. Yeah. Uh,
0: we're kicking things off. Uh, of course, the one with the spoken word intro, I'm going to s- skip ahead a little bit. Got a Johnny Cash song. Okay. The man comes around, which uh, this is uh Luis Avilon. Is that how you pronounce it? Oh name? yeah,
2: Luis Avilon. He's a relief pitcher so this is his this is his music that he runs yeah. on comes out of the bullpen, too.
0: I like the sentiment, the man comes around, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And it's a great song.
1: Yeah, it is a good song. It's a little... Um, it's
2: just not like a, a amped up... Yeah, it's a little low
1: energy. Yeah. yeah.
2: But I'm... You know what? But I can get into it. Yeah, like, I am like the choice. The vibe it's, is
1: okay. Yeah, and it's it's more... Like, when we, we did the, the Giants, the problem that we had with them was that they were kind of uninspired. And right. this is at least, like... I don't know, an interesting, yeah, you unique know, choice. I, to exactly. make. Yeah, unique choice. Exactly. I'd
2: rather somebody make an interesting choice yeah. that makes you think about, oh, like what, so the, he has an appreciation for Johnny Cash music. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I agree with that 100%. Uh, Michael Conforto, uh, I think, makes a, uh, you might call it an uninspired choice just because of how popular the song is. Um, it's Drake's Nice for What? Oh, right. Um, right. He, he, but I'm telling you, it's, it's the best. It's a good song. <laughs> yeah, come yeah. on. It's a good song. Yeah. 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 It's... Like, the definition of a pump-up song. Oh, There's no yeah, way. Oh, yeah, totally, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. It's I'm good. pumped up. I yeah. wish I could hit a home run. I can't, but I wish I could. <laughs> yeah. One day. Uh, no, I know never, no. <laughs> Monday and, I've yes, actually so. thought a lot about what the circumstances would have to be. Like, if I was in some sort of league where they played with a tennis ball, and they threw really slow, and I could try to take a big whack at it. Yeah. Could. And I, st- I just don't think I'll ever hit a home Any, a ball over a fence ever in my life, okay. in a recreational setting or otherwise.
1: Yeah. No, I never have. I never will. Yeah. I mean, I did one time. Did you? I was in a, a recreational softball league in San Francisco, and I'm a left-handed hitter, and the right field fence was really shallow.
2: Oh, oh! So you had a Yankee Stadium situation, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: And it was it was shallow enough that if you hit it over the fence, it was a double. It was not a home run. They oh, didn't even my God. Let, you yes, yes, they did let you call it a home run. They did not let you call it a home run.
2: That's the worst. <laughs> that's a. If you're gonna hit it over the fence, you might. You <laughs> it. And <laughs> it's like if it weren't,
1: if the fence weren't there, it would have been a home run. If you just kept rolling. And you I wa-
2: and you watched it like Derek Dietrich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they told you, hey Joey, that's. It's a double. <laughs> they were like, "You admired it." Um,
0: that's very upsetting. I was gonna request that uh, we take a little trip there, just so I could feel what that feels like. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't need to. Huh. All right, next we have uh, Todd Frazier. Um,
2: oh yes, well he's a uh, um, uh, yes, that's right. Yeah, yep, Frank Sinatra.
1: I don't like this. Yeah,
2: it's. I remember thinking the first time I saw him walk up to it that it just, it's a weird. Again, it's a weird vibe for. It's not a ba- look. He's from New Jersey, right? So yeah. it, it, it's. Ide- that's again. It's, on the one hand, it's a. It's a. Tr- it's a personal choice. Sure. You. G- you. You can. You get a sense of who he is by choosing Frank Sinatra. Right. But it's just a weird. Like
0: here's I, why. True, like I, I, hope, I have an issue. Okay. With it, is uh, Yankees when they win. They, they play off to a Frank Sinatra song, and yeah. so that's
1: all I think yeah. of in New yeah. York baseball. I agree. I, I associate Frank Sinatra yes. with the Yankees, and he played for the Yankees, right? Yes, Todd Frazier did. played yes. for the Yankees. So it's this weird thing where Briefly, it's like— yeah. yeah, at least it was brief. But it's like, yeah, I, it's, it's hard for me not to make that connection.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, also, like, if you're going to play for the Mets, just choose, like, a historically less successful— pop singers yeah 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 yeah, like (laughs) Frank Sinatra makes total sense for the Yankees like yeah um okay
0: next we have uh who is this uh Brandon Nemo with Sanctus Real Confidence which it takes a little bit to get to but is a hundred percent a Christian rock (laughs) star. is it (laughs) Oh, oh boy Too too Afraid to
1: Lose. (laughs) It could be a baseball rock song.
2: The problem with him is, like, I can't get on him for literally any choice he makes because he's, like, this sort of, like, preternaturally happy person who's smiling literally constantly. He's, like, the source of unbridled joy in the otherwise dark and gray and pessimistic (laughs) lives of New York Mets fans. Like, he's notorious for his, like, smile and, like, constant enthusiasm and joy, and even I find myself infected by it, and then I remember that I'm like a cynical Mets fan yeah. who is always expecting the worst to happen, and he's just this constant ray of sunshine, and I just, I can't get on him for... for... Okay, then I will. This song this song, <laughs> this song is really bad, yeah. Hey, you have license to go for it, Brady. Do, do what you gotta do, man. It's crazy. I, I mean... <laughs>
0: More power to him. He can listen to it in his headphones, man. Don't make me listen to it in his part.
2: <laughs> Here's the thing. I know you guys aren't asking for it. Brandon Nimmo, I really hope he's a friend of the pod. I know you guys don't. I, I but I, and I'm not, I'm just a guest on the podcast, sure. but I want him to be a friend of the pod. Sure. Right. I,
1: I, I, I'm fine with Brandon Nimmo as a friend of the pod. Okay. I'll, I'll come around. But yeah, this yeah. song sucks. <laughs> All, right.
2: All
0: right. Next and last, uh, Noah Syndergaard.
1: Is this a rock version of Carmina Burana?
0: By Trans-Siberian Orchestra. <laughs> what? Who I did not know made anything but Christmas, uh, like, 80s hair yeah. metal. Yeah.
2: I don't know anything about this. He used to come on to just game the Game of Thrones music for a while. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: That, that is fun.
0: Either yeah. either one, I think, is very fun mm-hmm. and yeah. also 100% on brand Yes. For yeah, totally. for sure. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good. <laughs> yeah, both of these are good choices.
2: Yeah. Who was it, Trevor Hoffman, who came out to Hell's Bells? Yeah,
1: this is. Yeah, we talked about it last time.
2: Oh yeah, Uh, yeah. We were talking about how like that's the closer music is like always something like that. Yeah. Yes. Well, you got to make a good choice, but if you do, yeah, Hell's Bells has to be the (laughs) single best. Yeah, it's really good. well.
0: I tell you what, I watched um, uh, Major League two last night, and it's not good, but uh, Wild Thing, yeah, Wild Wild Thing. Oh
2: yeah, that's the best. Absolutely. Truly incredible. Yeah.
0: Um. Okay, yeah, that pretty much uh, does it for walk-up music overall. Um, fine,
2: fine. I'd say some interesting
0: man. choices at least. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah Um yeah. And I think we appreciate that.
2: Uh, it, until 2016, the Mets had Curtis Granderson on, who was known as their sort of like uh, um, playlist uh, curator in the in the in the, in the, uh, in, the uh, in the locker room, and he also had great walk-up music. I can't remember what it is, but like, I feel like they maybe need a, somebody who's like got some good taste. You know, does Wilma Flores
1: some... still do the Friends theme?
2: Wilmer Flores is not on the Mets. Oh, anymore. that's right. I'm He's sorry, on the Diamondbacks. Why sorry. would you bring that up? I'm sorry. That I'm sucks. Sorry. You know? I sucks. I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My fantasy team in the league that we're all in is literally called Wilmer Flores fans. And the Mets let him go. They, 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 they cut him. He's on the Diamondbacks now. He will be a met forever in my heart. I liked him a lot. He's yeah. a he's a great person. I, I mean, I never met him, but I mean, and he is he's a, a friend a, of the pod. He's, a, he's a friend of pod, but uh, it's really sucks that you'd bring that up. Uh, yeah, we'll see if. But he... he did. He chose the Friends, and he wore the Friends uh, because he, he 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 talked about how he learned English in part from watching Friends. Oh, wow. I didn't, Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, That's he incredible. gave yeah, interviews, that and uh, he was a huge genuine fan of the show, and uh, walked up to the Friends theme song, and he was our friend. He was. He's the, he, he was. was our yeah, friend. he was our friend.
0: Well, maybe we'll uh, have you back on when. And he cried about when he thought he was traded. Backs.
2: This sucks. I don't want to come back. <laughs> when you talking about the Diamondbacks? <laughs> that fucking sucks, dude. All
0: right. <laughs> Why don't we? Uh, we'll just uh, jump right into it.
1: Hell yeah! So uh, cool. we've got Sal on uh, to talk about the Mets. Uh, you're you're what? You're a lifelong Mets fan.
2: Lifelong Mets fan. yes. Uh, do you
1: how how did you become a fan? I guess. I mean, it was it just as a kid you were going to games with your just family? And... Exactly.
2: Just the way that I think most people do. Mm-hmm. My my him, my dad in particular, diehard Mets fan. So I was just born into it, and I, you know, unfortunately, I inherited it. The um, way all Mets fans do. Sure. And...
1: What's your worst Mets memory?
2: Oh man, I have a, I have several, I have too many to choose from. It's, I was actually thinking about this today. So one of my earliest is when Kenny Rogers walked. Uh, the Mets were in the uh, NLCS against the uh, Braves. 1999, and the Mets lost that NLCS in Game 6 by Kenny Rogers coming in and just walking in the winning run with the bases loaded. Oh, God. So a walk, just a bases loaded walk, is the most deflating way to exit the playoffs. Yeah. Um, You're just essentially, you're not even, you're just acquiescing to the other team. So that was a really horrible moment. Uh, 2000. Uh, I remember crying when the Mets lost to the Yankees because I had many Yankees friends who constantly bragged about how many championships they won as if any of them were alive for any of them. No, none of my none of my friends who were Yankees friends were alive for any most of these. And even if they were, they weren't conscious for most of them. And yet they constantly bragged to me about how many championships the Yankees had won. So that there was the Subway Series in 2000 and the Mets lost 4-1 in that series. And in particular, there was a, a an infamous moment where uh, Todd Zeal hit what looked like it was going to be a home run in Yankee Stadium in the game one. And in classic Mets fashion, the ball literally seems to land on top of the fence. A headwind coming in from left the kept the ball in the park just by an inch. It lands on top of the fence. It comes back in. And Timo Perez is on second base and he starts he instead of just like running at full speed because there's two outs, I believe in this and I could be wrong, but there were two outs at the time. And instead of running at full speed, he just like breaks into a home run trot thinking the ball is gone. Oh my God. And then he gets thrown out oh. at home plate oh. on a ball that is off the fence in left field. And that's in the first inning The Mets had the chance This is the first I believe this first inning The first game against the Yankees Mets have the chance To drop first blood against them And they don't And then the Mets go on To lose that series 4-1 And I definitely cried When the Mets lost uh, Against the Yankees um 2006 was really awful when the Mets uh, on the Carlos Beltran, Carlos Beltran incredible player sure. yeah, who yeah, is yeah. revered in both in, in Mets lore yeah. and for other franchises as well but especially by Mets fans love Carlos Beltran but never say anything bad for him. However, his check swing on an Adam Wainwright curveball in 2006 NLCS. Yeah,
1: I agree but is it would he really be expecting a curveball in that situation? Like it's such a no, ballsy pitch to throw. Totally,
2: absolutely. I it's 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 not necessarily uh not being able to adapt to a pitch like that. that's mm. incredible. It's incredible execution by Wainwright to yeah. be able to throw that for a strike in that situation and that high of a pressure situation to be a throw, be able to throw a breaking ball like that and a good one, yeah. like yeah. You, you know. So it's just the fact that it was a check swing. Sure, it's yeah, just the, yeah, again, yeah. it's like walking yeah. with the bases loaded. Yeah. It's like the most deflating way. Like <laughs> yeah. if he had hit a fly ball, like a lazy fly ball to center field, it wouldn't nearly have been as depressing yeah. as a check swing. And then um, there's been various other, you know depressing moments that Luis Castillo dropping a pop-up in a, in a game against a regular season game against the Yankees. So Uh, you
0: would say that you have like a few unhappy memories, traumatic memories,
2: (laughs) 2015. I cried in front of my now wife who saw me cry multiple times when the Mets lost in the world series (laughs) against the Kansas city Royals. Uh. I actually refused. I was in a public place. So I, we decided to go watch against my better judgment to go watch this game when the Mets, uh, I was at. I, I was incredibly lucky to be when the Mets were down. To, went went down two nothing, and I was at the first game at City Field, the first uh, World Series game ever at City Field, and I saw the Mets win to to make the series two one, and so I started to feel a little hope again about the fact they could climb back into the series. So two one, we decided to watch it in public, which was a, a horrible in in hindsight against our better judgment, a horrible decision, and went to a bar, and we were watching it on a giant screen, the Mets were in the, were in the lead. And of course, and in a famous moment, uh, Daniel Murphy, who had an incredible run, who it was almost single-handedly responsible for getting the Mets as far as they were in that playoff run. He just straight up booted the ball, a ground, just a ground ball to him, just straight up booted it. And the Mets lost that game. And they went down three to one. I literally kicked over a chair, cried and went to the bathroom (laughs) and was in the bathroom for like 20 minutes. Oh no. And the worst part of it was, that it was close to UCB And Jackie's friends had just finished a show And she said we're over here watching the World Series Come over oh And God. in the middle of like In the middle of uh, one of the most Intense in moments in the after They came before the boot So they were there and it was tense And it was a bunch of her friends that didn't really care about baseball So they were just like joking with each other And I'm intensely watching this game And then uh, in front of all those people I kicked over a chair <laughs> Ran to the bathroom and cried for like 20 minutes And then uh, it was Halloween, so there were a bunch of people out. So on my way home, I left this bar. And I don't – I can't remember why Jackie was – oh, she – I think she either had another show or she stayed. I can't exactly remember why, but I was going home alone. And I think somebody who didn't even realize that – wasn't fully aware of, like, what had happened in the game, but just happened to have, like, a Yankees head on. There were a bunch of people just out on the street because it was Halloween, just, like, screamed at me, like – Hey, the Mets suck because she was drunk and she didn't happen to know that like what had just happened to me was one of the most traumatic, scarring, emotional. And I was just I just like felt impotent rage. And I was just like, no, no, you suck. And then I just like ran away. And, then I, and then I, I, I didn't have anything I could say. I just felt awful. I
0: think you said the right. Yeah, thing. yeah no, yeah, that was definitely right. right. That's You're a right. way to handle
2: it. The next game, Mets are down three-one, and I decided I am not going to watch Game Five of this series. I am just going to I'm I'm going to go in the other room. Jackie insisted on putting on the TV. I was like, I'm in the other room. I'm not going to watch it. And in the I think it was the first inning, but I could be wrong. Early in the game, Curtis Granderson hits a home run, and the Mets go up in the lead. And uh, and uh, this is the game. I this is the game where Matt Harvey goes back out for the ninth inning oh, yeah. where Terry Collins, he basically Terry Collins goes to him in the dugout and said, the Mets are up going into the ninth. Terry Collins, he goes, Terry Collins goes in the dugout, and says you're done eight strong and Harvey like lobbies aggressively for him to go back out. And it was a genuinely incredible moment. The entire stadium is like screaming for him to come back out. And by, at this point I've, I've been brought back. I'm back in the Mets. I had a couple home runs. They were in going to lead in line and Collins sends him out for the ninth, and he immediately coughs up the lead. And the Mets lost that game in extra innings. And, they, and the Royals ended up scoring like five runs. The Mets lost by like five runs or something in extra Yikes. innings or something like that. Yeah,
0: momentum is huge.
2: Yes. Uh, and the Royals had this pesky way. They were like a, a, a team that is somewhat outdated now and right. antiquated in the sense that they would just constantly put the ball in play. And so they had this – it was that like – Death by a thousand cuts, like where they would just constantly put the ball in play and just like ground balls that would sneak through the infield and that kind of thing. And it was just so. Anyway, so that was very scarring. And then um uh I have I given you enough traumatic yeah, memories. I think we we <laughs> asked you for one, and you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one you've talked t- for a while. <laughs> hey Sal, uh, dude, relax. We believe you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think so
2: that, we've been here for like two hours. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I think there's some. Fun things about the Mets that I'd like totally. to talk about at least. Yes, yeah. They are for sure the fun New York team. Yes, right. They're they're like the team that you can root for if you don't care about baseball that much. Or totally. If you don't...
2: Friends of mine who are fans of other teams yes. when they come to New York they 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 sympathize with the Mets. Yeah, they, they I'm wanna... a big I'm a
1: Mets fan. Great. I'm a Mets fan. Yes. Yes. Right. So it's like,
2: yeah,
0: right. Yeah. Um, uh, they've got two of the best pitchers in baseball.
2: Yes, yeah, absolutely. Who are super fun to watch.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it has been like disheartening having them. Uh, on a team that just couldn't like finish f- for them for yeah. a while. Yeah, for well,
2: sure. I mean, again, another perfect example of that was the 2016 wildcard game with the Mets lost. The, Syndergaard took like a no hitter into like the sixth yeah, inning or to the Giants. Like that. Yeah. Honestly, I'm leaving now. <laughs> you just ended the podcast. This sucks. Dude, this fucking sucks that you would uh. do that. And you reminded me the Wilmer Flores wasn't even on the Mets. But why are you, out? you're you trying to revive these old wounds? Yes, yeah, you know, Joey I you got to call. But they did, you're right. They lost to the Giants.
0: Joey's holding on to anything he can get with the Giants. <laughs> it's
2: really true they yeah, gonna be for a you're you're, gl- you're clinging to that 2016 playoff burst. Um, but Bumgarner was also typically incredible in that game. And uh and then yeah, and then who hit that home run? In oh the, god. In
1: the um, I oh, forget what that guy's are, name oh is. Oh god. Uh, just like I'm a perpetual it gonna, like yeah. like twenty-fourth guy on the rock exactly. kind of guy. Yes. Yeah.
0: We need one of those like interns that every single baseball broadcast guy has to yes. like, yeah. alert yeah. them of the like here's that obs- yeah. like a so obscure yeah, statistic. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, um uh the, the I don't know, like exactly a, a, a lot about this, but they have the Mets have a history with weird injury stuff, right? They or at do, least yeah. handling weird injury stuff.
2: They handle them very weirdly, and I would even say weird is a better choice than bad. Like it's sure. like they make bizarre choices. <laughs> like Ioannis Cespedes is a perfect example. They signed this guy he before before Murphy went on his tear in the playoffs in the regular season at the back half of the regular season when they traded him. For, Trade for him at the trade deadline. He almost single-handedly carried them to the playoffs. Yeah.
1: The Cespedes is like that one 2015 or 2015 run He was, was so fun. He was
2: incredible yeah. to watch. And, uh and so, and then they, re, the fans essentially demanded that they resign him and they knew there was incredible pressure to resign him. And then he had this like persistent leg mm-hmm. problem that stemmed from calcified heels or something like that. And he kept saying like, this is a problem. And the Mets kept being like, whatever, no, we'll just sit you for a couple days. We won't even put you on the, uh, on the on the DL which is now the IL yeah and then last year he so then they they managed it in all kinds of bizarre ways they kept saying he just needs to rest and whatever then last year he kept saying like I need to go see a doctor because I have this thing with my heels that is producing problem they were like no he comes back, he hits a home run. He's like, I'm really in pain. And then he goes to another doctor on his own or something like that. And, and the doctor's like, yeah, you need surgery on your heels. And it's going <laughs> to take like a year for you uh-huh. to heal. Nice. And if they had done that, the Mets weren't even competitive last yeah, year. So if they had yeah. done that like a year earlier, they, he'd be, he'd be playing right now. Yeah. But instead they kept sort of like putting off and it's, it consistently happens with their just weird management of injuries. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah, we used to do this thing on the pod. um, We used to. We used to. We're far behind it. (laughs) We we, we have evolved. uh, Where we would just... um, label like several different reasons why we're canceling a team we only got through um joey and Maya's favorite teams uh cleveland yeah. and san francisco But we like,
1: canceled the segment oh <laughs> baby
0: yeah we're trying to be a little bit more positive but this would definitely have been on that
1: <laughs> 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 but, it's good to talk about the bad stuff <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but uh they had uh other issues right their owners lost a ton of money in the
1: made off
2: yeah so. that happened that's a yeah, thing that happened also bad. that sucks yeah. and um and
1: there's and it's still a problem like it maybe it, less fundamentally so, but like,
2: it's so perennial problem that just that you would a, a team that you would expect in a in the biggest market in baseball is not investing in the same way that for example the Yankees mm-hmm. are in their payroll so like there's a debate going on right now at the Mets of like w- there's multiple starting pitchers out yeah. there who they could easily sign right now to bolster their rotation because as good as DeGrom and Syndergaard should be DeGrom uh just got over what seemed like an injury scare and Syndergaard had a rough outing, but otherwise they're going to be good. Yeah. Um, Wheeler looks like he's going to be good again. He had a couple, he had one or two rough outings. Like their pitching has been bad so far this year, despite what you might've expected. Now I think for some of them, it's just small sample size. They're going to be a lot better, but they don't have any depth. Yeah. Their fifth starter is Jason Vargas. Yeah. So, and they don't even trust him to go through third time through the order. Um, at all. They're they, basically, they've essentially said like, he's going to pitch like four innings at the most. And then, uh, that's all they can get out of him. So, and then they have no depth beyond that. So every Mets fan is just saying, just go out and sign Dallas Keuchel. Yep. He's out there, or Gio Gonzalez, who just got cut by the Yankees. And for whatever, I mean, I, I maybe it'll still happen. There's a chance. There's murmuring that it will happen. But like, yes, it is still a, a problem with the Mets that they are not investing in the team. And again, but compared that's, to kind a, a, that's kind of a
1: lot of. That's kind of a cross baseball problem at this point, too. A lit, uh, at least a little bit. The mm-hmm. fact that Dallas Keuchel hasn't been signed by well, any it, team. totally,
2: it's a systemic problem. But, but. In those other cases, the systemic problem with free agency and mm-hmm. team control, mm-hmm. and how teams are now essentially choosing to take the tear down rebuild model—if we're going to spend five years of having an awful team, right. yeah, so that we can then produce a team that has a mid-market payroll but can also win the World Series like the Houston Astros yeah. or the Chicago yeah. Cubs—so that's a that's a, a, a systemic problem. With free agency for the Mets—they're in win now. Mode. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're a team Absolutely. that has openly said they want to win right now. Yeah, and so can, if that's the good. case, they're very good. Their yeah. offense is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, last. Last I looked, a couple games ago, it could be different now. But they had like the second best batting average in the league. So you have a core that's really good. If you could supplement it with one or two more pieces, it could absolutely be a playoff team. But you can't like you essentially if you're giving up every fifth start and saying like every it's your your star is only going to get four innings.
0: Pete Alonso is just absolutely crushing right now. He's
2: incredible. Yeah, Yeah. and he and it's also he's another person who's super fun to watch because he's just like very enthusiastic. He actually. After like a minor injury scare asked to be put in the lineup the next day because he knew the guy from college that he was playing against. And it wasn't clear why, but he said he really wanted to hit off of him. And... He first at bat hit like a 440 oh, foot home great. run. Incredible. Yeah. And yeah. It, he said something of like, I don't, I don't want to misquote him, but he said something like, I don't like this guy or something <laughs> like that. He's like, I played against, I squared off him against a lot in college and I really want to. And he was like, the the Mets manager was like telling reporters that it like uh, Alonzo was like texting him and calling him that night and be like, I really want to be in the lineup tomorrow. So he's like, all right. Yeah, sure. Like normally. If you get hit on the, I think he was hit on the hand or somewhere, and they're like, "We'll just give you a day off and make sure you're cool." But he wanted to be in the lineup. First at bat, hits a 440 foot home run to like straight center.
0: I love like the history of harboring a grudge. Yeah, for that that's one. great. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um.
2: So he he just has like incredible fun raw power that's just to wa- fun to watch, and uh, so there's tons of guys that are just like super fun to watch on the Mets, and you just hope that they build around that core.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. So Sal, you used to. Pitch in high school. Yes, I right? did. We'd like to talk about that a little okay. bit, at least. Yeah. Um, uh, how like how hard is it to pitch?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. well, I, I, do from, you like
2: get hurt? Do you feel? For, for me, it was hard because I wasn't good. Sure. So <laughs> I was, uh, you know. So I was on my high school's varsity team for two years okay. as a junior and senior. But my high school was bad. My high school team was bad. So I was like the number two starter on a bad high school team. So I think like over two years, I, I maybe at most had like four wins or something like that. Um, but, uh, so I was bad. You ever strike somebody out? I did. It feel cool. It felt very cool. And I can actually, but then, but, but so I can, so, okay. So (laughs) I actually, one of my moments of glory was a, was a, um, uh, Like when you don't know anything and like, you don't really like, you, you know, you, you, you practice with your team, obviously. And I also did some stuff on the side where I'd go to like a a pitching coach or whatever, kind of like you go for lessons and stuff, try to get better. Like, but, um, but you also just like hear about random stuff that people are doing. You just like, you don't know. So you mess around with it. So I heard about a knuckle curveball. So I started to try to throw a knuckle curve ball, which is essentially you bend your index, your, your index finger in and you, your knuckles against the, against the, uh, one of the seams of the ball. And, it's ins- it's an insane thing to try to throw and it's hard and I don't even necessarily know I could be wrong but I don't know off the top of my head of any like well-known major league starting pitchers who mm-hmm. throw knuckle curveballs right now but um so I just like randomly heard of this thing and I tried to do it because I thought it sounded really cool and it's like if you don't you could it could fly all the way over to the dugout <laughs> if you don't like because you have such a poor grip on the ball but I just like I, so I I was brought in as a reliever and and I um against this guy who had hit a home run in his previous at bat. And it was a full count. And it was just like, fuck it. I'm going to try to throw this stupid knuckle curveball, And I just, it was almost like one of those blind things where I, I, I might've even almost closed my eyes where I just like let it rip. And it just happened to be like a perfect, like knee buckler. And mm-hmm. he just swung right through it. And that felt really cool. However, I've also had stories that ended up in disaster. <laughs> and this relates to the Mets. So, I grew up in I played I grew up in New Jersey. My team was in New Jersey, and they weren't in our division, but we played against Tom's River, and they had a guy on their team who was famous from the Little League World Series, and his name is Todd Frazier. He famously played in the Little League World Series, and everybody knew there was like a ton of buzz that he was on their team. He's our he's my exactly my age, so he was my year. My again, my team was awful, not competitive at all, whereas their team was incredible, and he was on it, and they were going to win a bunch of like. Yeah, you know, I don't know if they won the state championship, but they were really good. And I pitched that game. And I remember it being like this guy who was famous from the Little League World Series is on the other team. And compared to what he is used to, I must have been throwing at least 10 to 15 miles an hour slower than what he, (laughs) this is a guy who knows he has a chance to be a major league baseball player, even at that age. Like, and he's going to play for a really competitive college or whatever. So he's facing, whether it's in high school or other leagues outside of it, like, or just like in his own time, he's getting ready to face like guys who throw really hard. And that's what he's used to. And I'm throwing, I had to be throwing like low sixties, like and for, for a guy like him, it must've been like, I was constantly throwing like changeups and he just, it's hard to adapt to that. Like, if you're used to. So I remember I faced him twice. First time I faced him, I struck him out. Uh, and it was, nice, cl- I, I just clearly remember, yeah, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> until uh, until the next step back. Uh, <laughs> um, but I just clearly remember thinking, even at the time, that the only reason I struck him out was because it was like, it, it was, it had to be 10 to 15 miles an hour, at least slower than yeah, anything. Yeah, he just like it, wasn't expecting Yeah, it, it was like his I timing was all, his, his it, timing yeah. was all off. <laughs> He comes up again second time, and uh, as the, the mark of a very good baseball player adjusted to the timing. And I remember, so I faced him again, and he hit a ball off of me that was so hard, it was cartoonish, it was almost like, he hit it on a direct line. Like, I don't even think it had an arc, straight to the wall. like a di- Just imagine a baseball going parallel to the ground. Not moving at an arc at all, direct to the wall. Yes. And not, and I again remember thinking to myself, like, like that, it was gonna have like this like cartoon effect of going straight through the wall and pro- producing like a a cloud of dust. Like it was hit that hard, he hit such a laser off of me that I was like, oh, okay, yeah, it was a fluke that I struck this guy out the first time.
0: Yeah, that's great though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got it on him forever. Yeah, that's I right. I bet he still thinks about yeah, it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He does.
2: Um, it was funny before he was on the Mets. I went to a day game where I, he was on the uh, White Sox at the time, and uh, he hit two home runs against the Mets. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It was payback. He was God, got me back for the strikeout. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also for he's hitting that ball really hard staying, off of me. He's still paying you back. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Um,
0: I, I pitched in Little League, and I remember um, uh, like, they would just say, don't try and throw anything. Just throw a fastball. You're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. So truly never learned to throw anything else besides uh, yeah. throwing it over the plate as hard as I could. Totally. How hard is it to learn how to throw like a curve?
2: Oh yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like, and that was always a weird like a subject of debate. Like when I was in a when I was when you're in little league, because in little league world series, if I could, if unless I'm mistaken, some of the they they do throw like breaking balls. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, but for like kids who are not that good, or I guess at that level of advancement, like you know, they say essentially like don't don't learn to throw. You're gonna you're gonna screw up your arm. Just throw fastballs, and then you'll eventually learn to throw a breaking ball. It's hard. I mean, uh, uh, you know, like it's all about your arm action and consistency, which is in itself very hard to maintain like constant, which is incredible about the kinds of about the an incredible statement about the the mental acuity it takes to maintain the consistency of your motion throughout a game where you're throwing 100 pitches. Like if your motion is off once and you that's the difference of like, uh, you know, a change up that it buckled, is like at the bottom of a guy's knees and like gets him looking versus one that floats right over the middle of the right. plate and he crushes for 450 feet Yeah, is just your motion being slightly off.
1: Not to mention that like if the if the batter like picks up on that exactly. in any way.
2: Sees that, sees that your motion is different yeah. in some way. Exactly. That's the other thing is like you have to maintain your fastball has got – the way you're throwing your fastball has to look the exact same as the way you're throwing your changeup.
0: I'm, I'm sure you guys have seen this, but like the, the GIFs or the videos where they just yeah. map the yeah. windup right over. What do they call- Ninja
2: yeah. Uh, account. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, it, so if you haven't seen it, definitely look it up. Uh, they just show uh, pitchers in their windup, and it, they are like spot on, and the pitches are spot on. Uh, up until, like, halfway through the arc, and then they just break wildly. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's totally
2: crazy. And it's also an incredible statement to, like... I just can't even begin to access the frame of mind of a professional hitter who yeah. can pick up something, a difference that late. Yeah. Like you only have a split second to begin with yeah. to react to just, even if you know a fastball is coming, yeah. if you know a 95 mile an hour fastball is coming, even then you have a split second to decide. Yeah. If you're, you still
0: have to hit it. To react to <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah and yeah, then yeah. on
2: top of that, sliders that move, you know, like a couple feet off the plate, that's incredible. Yeah. Like to have to make that split second decision is like, so, uh, Baseball is hard. It's very hard, and that's why you should be allowed to celebrate when you do a good thing. It's so fucking hard. That if you actually manage to hit one of these goddamn things, you should be able to look at it for 10 seconds.
0: Yeah. If you manage to lay down a bunt, you should be able to hold your hands above your head before you start running.
2: If you manage to stay in the box against somebody, a guy who's who's throwing 101 miles an hour, you should at least get to be able to pump your fist or something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, Yeah, another thing that we wondered, I mean, was saying, uh, like... Uh, How much, uh, how important is like the time in between uh, pitches? Now there's like this, you know, the pitch clock or whatever. Yeah,
1: they want to like, you know, they're talking about implementing a pitch clock in the game. And one of the arguments against that is like, oh, well, maybe time between pitches matters to a pitcher to make sure they don't get injured or anything like that. Do you have, when you were pitching, did that seem to mean anything? I know. I mean, for
2: somebody who's bad, like, I don't (laughs) think it matters that much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, Um, Like, cause also, you know, obviously at like, you know, being just like a varsity high school pitcher, I don't think they're, you're, nobody's managing your health that closely. Whereas obviously if you're a major league baseball player, like they are. And, um, so, you know, I, for time between like, also you, the other thing is like, there's l- less decision making going on and there's less pressure for every situation. Right. The lower level you're right. At. Like, you know, for like, I was just a bad high school pitcher on a bad high school team. And I had two or three pitches. I threw essentially like sure. a fastball, a curveball and a changeup. So there wasn't that much decision making happening. And most of the time I was just throwing a fastball. And so you're just trying to get over the plate. For yeah. The yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was just trying to not have uh, people who were clearly going to be major league baseball players to, <laughs> hit, like, cartoonish line drives off of me. Um, but uh, but for a professional baseball player, like, I'm sure... But it doesn't... Is it health-related? Like, is there is there an argument that if they move... Fa- I thought it was that they were just, like, loading up more. Like, the fact that they're taking longer is partially because guys are throwing harder, which means they're taking more time to sort of, like... Yeah, but I
1: think that that is really, because they're throwing harder, right. they're, they right. they need that time in yeah. order to, like, not hurt themselves to, right. to still throw that hard. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, There.
0: I mean, there is also that argument that, like, we're just making pitchers destroy their bodies now. Yeah. Like, the, the amount of Tommy John surgeries yeah, that you get is... Uh, yeah
2: well that's the, that's the new that's essentially one of the new frontiers in the statistical analysis of the game whereas like obviously most of the stuff that moneyball pioneered has since been adopted by everybody yeah. and the best organizations in baseball have teams of data scientists but like a new frontier in the past couple of years and the rays and uh, teams like the pirates are discovering is that you can find ways to just make sure that your valuable pitching assets are not going to Become injured and you're going to lose them for a year and a half, two years, and that's why, like the Pirates are a team, for example, that doesn't let a lot of their guys go past like 80 pitches, yeah, for example. Yeah, Whereas, yeah. like it's weird and frustrating to a lot of people who are used to like dominant pitchers who can go eight innings and throw like 110, 115 pitches. But like there's there's data to show that like you're going to keep your valuable guys healthier, longer by just like controlling the pitches. Yeah, that,
0: that I wonder they'll, if they'll, because of all this, have to adjust what a quality start looks like
2: yeah 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 i'll be curious about that too the
1: it's look, interesting
2: in fan when you in fantasy when you have quality starts as a as a stat like there's just fewer people who yeah. qualify or now. even like yeah. wins right because yeah. like
1: for for a pitcher to get a win they have to go like five innings yeah you like have to I go think. five yeah yeah or yeah. a starter to get a win totally um yeah so yeah, yeah. It, it's gonna change
0: yeah cool. um have you have you ever seen the um documentary fastball i have not You should definitely watch it. Oh, man. It's great. It's just about the fastball, the history of the fastball. Oh, wow. And, like, the differences in how they measured it. And there's this one section in particular that is amazing, where they're just talking to batters about the uh, phenomenon of them saying certain fastballs rise um, yeah, and every single there's like physici- uh, uh like
2: physicists, yes. who say it's like impossible. Yeah, That's they're literally like literally not a thing that happens, yeah. cannot happen. Yes. And
0: every single one of them <laughs> is like, they've never stood in the batter.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's great, highly yeah. recommend it. Yeah.
2: Oh man, um, uh, but it's totally also that is, both things are, are 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 essentially true. The physical fact of it is true that literally a ball cannot rise, but also like it's like again when you have like a split second to perceive the motion of a thing that's coming at you at 95 to 100 miles an hour it's that is gonna seem in ways to the human (laughs) eye not natural like even if it's not true yeah for
3: sure
0: um there's no
1: way that looks right
2: yeah 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 yeah.
1: um yeah i think that's uh i think that wraps it up for us for sure sal you have anything you need to plug
2: i have nothing that i need to plug yeah. yeah, great. Let's go uh, Mets. Yeah. yeah let's, let's go, go Mets. Mets. That's right. I want to plug the Mets. I'm unfortunately feeling very hopeful again, which sucks. I, <laughs> <know>.
0: <laughs> I, I you in uh the very first episode, uh I predicted that they would uh win the um their division and then subsequently blow it in the first uh, playoff series
2: The Mets? Yeah You think that that's your prediction For them this year? I, I think, think they're so a wi- I think they're a wild card team This year Yeah Unless- It's looking like it Yeah <laughs> Solid burn Yeah yeah, well the Indians like don't even have anybody I in their yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Which sucks we, too because yeah. that means that they like just didn't have to re-sign a bunch of people that yeah, they probably yeah. should have because they're like, Well, we could just win our division. Yeah, that's right. It's like they, they could probably it.
2: win like eighty five games somewhere
1: <laughs> yeah. <and> with <laughs> yeah. their division. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 yeah, it sucks. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. Th- Sal, thanks
2: so much for coming on. Yeah, yeah of so. course. Cool. Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: We'll see you all next time. The Beanball is hosted by Joey Price and Brady O'Callahan. Our music is by Louis Aronowitz and our logo is by Brad Mead. If you'd like to contact us, you can email the Beanball Podcast at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.